Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks, the place for Neville enthusiasts. Today, we're going to talk about imitation far exceeds flattery. Imitation far exceeds any form of flattery. Let me explain. So you were in a household where your parents ate to live The food was never really exciting, but it was healthy. And that's how you grew up. Friends and family, people outside of your parents that you grew up with, they pretty much had the same nutritional rules, if you will, albeit unknowingly. And what do you think would happen to that child, which is now an adult, Do you think they're prone to overeating, junk food, binge eating, doing all that stuff? Maybe, possibly. It's hard to tell. But if you base it on the little bit you know about that person growing up with parents that ate good food all the time and family and friends just happen to be the same way, the likelihood of them having good, solid nutritional habits is pretty high. Where you take it to the other end of the spectrum, where the only thing that you ate growing up was junk food. All your friends ate junk food. You went to fast food at least three, four times a week. Your parents never had any fruits or vegetables in the home. So what do you think about that? Again, there's no right or wrong answers. It's hard to tell. Everyone has a different scenario and life path. But again, with that piece of data, that person's more likely to be a gourmand, possibly be a glutton, maybe not necessarily overweight, but again, their nutritional habits may not be 100% sound. Now, I've talked about this too with... The same thing, you grow up in a household where, say, your parents are, they both have professional careers. Say your father is a medical doctor, well-esteemed in your town, maybe a published doctor, who knows, and your mother is a professor at the local college, tenure, super intelligent and all that. Then you have the other end of the spectrum where the person grew up in an environment where both parents were in and out of jobs. Maybe there was a stay-at-home dad or a stay-at-home mom situation, and the other person had a hard time keeping a job for whatever reason. Maybe not to throw in another variable, but maybe it was a um, drug or alcohol situation that they had. And again, we're just doing hypotheticals. 
not a big fan of doing hypotheticals in a business environment in a where it's very black and white most times, or at least we think it is. But think about it. I know people whose parents had them later in life and were virtually retired before the child hit the age of, I think, preteen, maybe 10, 11, that, that age. So they never saw the parent get up and go to work. And now, as an adult, how they're able to do it, it has nothing to do with the scope of this conversation, but they don't work. They don't want to work. They just don't care. They could. They have skills. They can develop skills, but they just don't work and have zero interest in doing it. What do you think happens to the person who has wealthy, well-to-do parents, good careers, grow up in a good neighborhood, that type of thing? Well, I mean, you could end up like Hunter Biden, I suppose. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. If that offends you, so be it. Um, Go find a safe place. But for the most part, that child, again, now an adult, has a higher likelihood of being successful based on childhood programming, based on what they saw and what they copied as a child. So a person with a good career, good money situation, um, or at least an external positive money situation. Maybe they're rich but don't have any wealth or whatever. That's, again, beyond the scope of this program. Healthy eater, good job, good career. And then you have someone who probably doesn't eat healthy 100% of the time. Maybe has a eh job or don't work at all. And one can easily make the case that this is just what they copied growing up and it was their childhood programming. Now, normally I would go into that's where all these blankety blank gurus, they grew up in a great environment. Oh, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Change the childhood programming, and the situation would be different. Now, there's no guarantee that this will work or that it would work in any and all, every situation. But Does Neville talk about this at all? Not really. He doesn't talk about childhood programming. I know I probably brought it up once or twice, maybe even recently. But that's just because I think it's really important. And there's one skill that the man, myth, legend, Neville Goddard, teaches us that can probably aid the enhancement of that scenario. One more thing with childhood programming. This happened the other day, and I found it to be really funny, very humorous. So as I mentioned, my uh, son turned four and a half, half birthday, happy half birthday. 
Who knows where technology will take us, but he may lessen to this down life's road. So there you go. Love you, buddy. But so they had a uh, play date. I had to work the corporate job. But uh, Barbara was able to take some time off and took the boy and one of his friends to have a great day. Uh, Play date is the technical term. And they forgot, she forgot something at the house. They don't, kids don't care. They do whatever, you know. So she called me, hey, I forgot this, this, and this. You think you could find it? I found it, which surprisingly right away, normally I'm finding things quickly or even finding things at all is not my forte, but this time I was able to do it. And I met the little guy's buddy for the first time. And I knew his name was Dave. And I'm like, hey, Dave. And he said something. I couldn't hear him. They were outside. The car was running, blah, blah, blah. And they said, no, no, he has something to tell you. I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? My name's not Dave. It's Mr. Dave. I'm like, uh, okay, Mr. Dave, it was uh, good to meet you. Now, again, that child may grow up with a different level of confidence than, say, people in much prior generations. Growing up, I would have never spoken to that that way to an adult because it probably would have led to a good old-fashioned wallop. And I'm not trying to badmouth parents if that's what you went through as well. They did the best they could with the situation they have. But again, childhood programming. I think this is an untapped area in the Neville sphere in manifesting. I'm sure it goes over a lot of folks' heads. But if you're listening to me now and still, eh, you probably get it. Tell me what you think. Shoot me a text or email. By now, you know how to do so. If you're newer, N-E-V-I-L-L-E-M-I-N-D-T-R-I-C-K-S, ignore the random sounds at gmail.com. And ignore the random sounds is not included in the email address. It's all one word, Neville Mind Tricks. Proudly no longer on Blitter. I guess they call it X now, or Y. And... um we don't know why it calls it X. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, I hear keep your day job. But anyway, as long as we're enjoying ourselves, right? So that's that. Tell me what you think. And until next time, do what you need to do. And above else, dream better than the best. You know?